Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Hey there, and welcome back to another installment of conversations with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Lauren. We're sitting down once again this week um, in the spirit of our Advent conspiracy to talk about our weekly theme, which this week is all about giving more. Um, If you haven't listened to our uh, prior conversations, we've sat down and discussed the, the weekly themes of worshiping fully, spending less, and now we're on the give more week. Something exciting, Lauren. I, I actually heard someone say this week that they've actually listened to our conversations. So really? it's good. We were, it's not just us recording these for, for no one. So I'm, I'm kind of enthused about that. That's that, good. They uh, are yeah. out there. Yeah. You are yeah. out there. <laughs> hey, if you're one of those people listening right now and you're driving your car, maybe just take a glance in that rearview mirror, look at yourself. You're a good person. <laughs> and you are better for this 20 minutes you're spending today. We hope. We hope. We hope it's not a waste of your time. So how we're moving on to give more this week, but we also were doing the spend less. How do you feel like your spend less is, is going? I've heard a couple of people say it's going to be a really good thing for me to, to absorb this lesson and to apply it next year on spending mm-hmm. less. How do you guys feel like you're doing on your, your spend less goal? I have been mindful of it. I um the one of the <laughs> one of the ways that I've actually just really trying to spend less dollars um, is by cashing in like my Chipotle rewards, <laughs> you know. So I I haven't changed not eating out necessarily, but I'm like ah, but I shouldn't spend the well. I have you know I've bought enough burritos this year to get a free burrito. So I've really because I do think in the new year I want to um, pack my lunch more, get back into some of those good habits, spend less on eating out um, during the work week. But um, yeah, I've thought about it more, but I, I don't do a lot of extra spending to begin with, mm-hmm. really. I mean, I buy food and I don't really yeah. buy anything else. Yeah, well, thinking specifically about Christmas and yeah. the Christmas spending we do, I, I know we had a, a family meeting and uh, discussed the concept of spending less on Christmas and really mm-hmm. trying to focus down on that more. I I know one of the the things I've heard lifted up, and this has been around for a while, and I'm not sure if they talk directly about it somewhere or not in here, but the idea of, you know, like focusing on four gifts that something you want, something you need, something to read, and what's the fourth one? Something to make you bleed. (laughs) (laughs) Because last year, no, uh, last year, Santa brought me in my stocking <laughs> the only thing in my stocking the only thing in my stocking Band-Aids? a pair of nail clippers <laughs> there was a message there uh, so brianna and noah were like you're on the naughty list and i you know had a nice glance over and realized mm-hmm. i must have been yeah nice nail clippers nice, nice. <laughs> yeah But yeah, spending less on Christmas, definitely. I mean, I think, (coughs) excuse me, Becca and I also talked about (laughs) that together. And, uh, you know, Becca had already done most of the kids shopping. Uh, She does that kind of all year long. But um, we've agreed to just very few things for each other and really 
not to not to not to spend more. No yeah. more gifts. No more buying. Yeah. Um, Ours is going well in principle so far. My my fear is always that it's at the end where Suzanne panic buys, trying to balance out gifts, and suddenly it 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 starts to to get wider under the tree because of that. So you know I'm praying for a lack of uh, panic gifts this year. Right. So, well, but but we're definitely we got got a better plan. In place. Well, what I'm hoping for too is that you know the the message really from the prior week. And, and this week's message of spending less and giving more really are meant to be unpacked, I think, together at the same time. Because mm-hmm. it, it's about spending less on material things or spending, more, spending less money so that we can give more in a meaningful way. To give more. And so that's what I'm curious about this year is I really do hope that, you know, people and families will think about thoughtful ways to give to their loved ones. Yeah. And there is a great list on the Advent Conspiracy website uh, for relational gift ideas. And it kind of puts it into categories of spending time together, serving someone, um, making it personal. So, you know, very personal things, praying for everyone on your Christmas list before purchasing anything. Uh, um, finding presents to celebrate the hobbies and passions of someone else. So really focusing on that personal, not just getting them, you know, a, uh, a Chipotle gift card. Right. Um, although maybe for someone who really loves it and accumulates points, that would be a, yeah, you know, right. a serious gift. But um, And then purchasing with a purpose, kind of what uh, Margaret was talking about last week in her connection point, those different places we can go to that are very intentional in their uh, way that they produce things or the people that they buy things from, like 10,000 villages, fair trade things, and so forth. And then the last one is celebrating memories. Oh, no. And one more, sharing your talents. Yeah. So, you know, all all great stuff. And, you know, baked into these, Lauren, um, one of the ones that it, uh, it lifts up, and, and this is part of that making it personal, but um, also, you know, trying to... Uh, to think about serving someone and it's to, you know, do one of those coupon books. And I probably yeah, like you, I've right. gotten those from my kids over the years, yeah. a lot of cute stuff and, and uh, really wonderful. And I thought maybe we could talk a little bit today about coupons we would want to give to each other. If we were making a, a coupon book, you know, what, <laughs> what coupons I would want to receive from you to give oh, you ideas. My God. What, what for, you'd want to yeah. be able to cash in on. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. This is dangerous. Yes. 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 So maybe we could each share a few of those that coupons we would like to receive from each other. Yeah. So, how could Jonathan Eilert give more? That's right. To Lauren this year. Exactly. Mm. So I may, I'll start. Okay. Go know, ahead. It's your idea. how we're uh, you know, All right. going here. So I, in my coupon book from you, would like to have 10 coupons, oh, which gosh. sounds like a lot, <laughs> but this is something that happens so often. I, you know, 10 is really only a drop, Inspirational drop in Inspirational private sermons? That, uh, no, oh, that, okay. maybe that would be one too. But um, <laughs> so I'd like 10 coupons for a time where you try to start selling me something <laughs> like the newest... <laughs> Diet thing you found, exercise thing, the newest reality television series that uh, yeah, you've yeah. come across that that yeah. I have to get passionate about too. I just want to be able to hand you a coupon and say, "Okay, I, I'm cashing in. You can you can stop that sell down." <laughs> <laughs> 
you did eat more than I know. So it's not it's not wiping it from the planet, but ten times. Ten times hey, I just by, want to go. By oh, the way, I have that? a new show. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You don't have the coupon book yet. It's called Tough as Nails. Uh-huh. It's really cool. Right. Skilled tradesmen, mechanics. You know, and uh, they compete to see who's tough as nails. It's yeah. a really great show. Anyway, I would like that. I was telling Adam yeah. Jaranek about it. If yeah. you're listening, Adam, tune in. Anyway, that's a good one. That's a really good uh, one because I do have. <laughs> I probably would like that one. All right. So, all right. All right. Coupons you like to receive from me. All right. I would like a coupon book, I guess, where. Hmm. We, we preach equally. You know, we. We we divide up the preaching schedule at Prince of Peace pretty pretty fairly back and forth back and forth. So of the twenty some sermons I give, I <laughs> a year I would like just five five coupons where I um, would give it to you before a service. Mm-hmm. But all the coupon would say is initiate slow clap, and I think <laughs> I think it would be great. <laughs> As I'm wrapping up, you know, because I, I put a lot of work into it, I would like you to stand up and initiate the slow clap that would build into a, not an applause of me, of the Word of God. Would, would it, would it also would include then a standing ovation after the, the slow clap well, I think begins you, you, to build? Most people start the slow clap by slowly, you know, one clap seated, and then by the third clap, you're standing. Oh, okay, yeah. And we'll just see what the Holy Spirit does. Yeah, I like I like that. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd All right. Be, okay, next one. It's really me. interesting because that's following a very similar train of thought. Okay. And what might actually elicit that? Oh no. <laughs> um, and I only need five of these because you know a lot of times it, you know, you really need more time to kind of mm-hmm. develop a concept. But there are those weekends where. You know that like the schedule really matters, and we say, "All right, Lauren, this is the weekend. We really got to got to keep it short. We got to got to stay uh-huh. on schedule." So, um, five ten minute sermon coupons. Well, I could do that if I just quoted authors like you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hard. That'd be really hard. Uh-huh. But I would cash them in faithfully. Mm-hmm. I would. Ten minute sermons. Five, just five, five in the whole year. I guess you'd call me Catholic at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Those are homilies. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Here's one that I would, um, I think would be great. I'm throwing it back at you. Mm-hmm. Totally random. Mm-hmm. Totally random. You know, you're you're the lead pastor at Prince of Peace, and you, um, you, you know, one of the things we're trying to do here is create a great culture with the staff, work environment, work culture. I think it would mean a lot to, to me, but to the whole team, if maybe once a month we had something where you provided uh, root beer Thursdays. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I really like root beer. It's my favorite. And I think it'd be really great if you got like a, uh, a steward cart, stewardess steward cart, uh-huh. and you went around office to office um, and just said, root beer, ginger ale. I get a little bell on the cart. Just, yeah, ding, ding, just ding. Um, I think it'd be great uh, for all of our servants here if you you modeled that you just kind of went around and that'd be really nice i'd be more inspired if they root beer floats oh that'd be even better yeah. that'd be yeah. even better maybe uh joe and Kristen, if you're listening you'll give the ice cream from there Ripty you beer. go there we go i, I like that root beer thursdays root beer float thursdays <laughs> all right next one all right last one and this one really is uh on behalf of mary ellen's the one who's been harping the most about this oh, great. And, but anyone who's been on a zoom call with you 
and oh, sees yeah. you squinting at the screen trying to see what's going on. You know, a one one coupon for an eye doctor appointment to uh, you know follow through on uh, on this. So that'd be yeah. great. Uh, yeah, I need it, and I do plan to go get some glasses and and uh, correct that problem. Well, let me think here. I've got a couple on the list here, but which one would be best? I hmm. oh, big decisions. It's a big decision. I think you know. So you you lifted up earlier. Uh, that giving more, one of the ideas on the Advent Conspiracy list was to give more of your talent, to give more of your, you know, share your talents. Well, one of your talents is clearly singing. You, gifted singer, gifted voice, the whole Eilert family. I think it would be a, a, a true gift if you guys filmed uh, an Eilert family music video with, uh, with, with Christmas hits. You know that I like Christmas songs. <laughs> and I'd like a coupon book where you guys just, there's, a, there's like a, a whole production. I want Sophie in there and Margaret. Get Daniel home. Get Suzanne on there. Uh, maybe even bring your mom and dad into it. I think it'd be, uh, it'd be really great. We have all sung together before. Well, I'm not sure if everybody sung before. I don't know. That, that, interesting thought. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll uh, put that in the hopper and uh, see what we can do with that, Lauren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the one, the other, my you know, I was debating the uh-oh, other one. The, the other one would have He's been. trying to get another coupon No, out the this. other one would have been, uh, you know, because some of yours, you, 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 you got some good digs in on it. Uh, <laughs> one of yours would have been to, uh, if you could just show up. Um, Five minutes early to meetings. <laughs> I would love that. How many times a year do I have to do that? Um, most of the time. <laughs> you know, um, that would be great. All right. So, uh, you know, that that would help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. A coup, and maybe that's a give more idea that you could have with your family, yeah. you know. Um, and even just doing it like this could be a lot of fun. Like what we just did. Uh, right. In a lighthearted way to sit around with each other. And right. Share a wish list. I do that with new when new couples when they're getting married. One of mm. the exercises we do is having them share a wish list with each other, and yeah. uh, and you know, rarely does it cut too deep. But if it does, then we got more things to think about before <laughs> that marriage. Yeah. But usually, it's much more lighthearted and kind of fun to think about how do they share better share role responsibilities in the house or, or whatever. So you know, hopefully, right. it can lead to some good discussion but also just some some good fun right yeah i mean i think starting with fun i think is a great idea and and i think when you start there it opens up our hearts to then think about even more meaningful ways and deeper ways that we can really give more of ourselves yeah well and and so often we think about the giving as oh it's sacrificing and but like you highlighted in your sermon this week um giving more to your kids and Mm -hmm. when they're asked i mean that just feeds you more too. Right. So you're giving more, right. but you're getting so much more as well as you're investing that time and, and seeing that relationship grow and laughing with your kids and simply enjoying that time together it ends up being a great benefit well, to you. And it was a great reminder for myself. Um, you know, I preached that sermon about, you know, getting on the floor and playing with my kids more. And and then, you know, the rubber hits the road. Last last night, we're trying to put the kids to bed, and Noah's all wound up, and he's all excited, and he, you know, wanted to play this game, and he wanted to read more books, and I'm thinking, gosh, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, it's the end of the day, and Beckett and I want to watch the season finale of one of our favorite shows, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, come on, let me just know, like, we don't have time to read books, and 
I had to check myself and say, no, I, I need to give more. It's really just 10 more minutes at the end of the day. Um, and so, you know, yeah, you've got to wrestle with those things then um, during the week. But, yeah. How, how do you think, um, you know, I lifted up in my sermon one of those ways that I, 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 I kind of talked about John the Baptist as someone who was holding a mirror up for people and, but, you know, circumstances or people can sort of hold a mirror up to ourselves, uh, to us, to help us see ourselves and maybe what's broken or, or not fixed. You know, mine was being present when I'm home. If you were to go a little, a little layer deeper with yourself, you know, because I had a few people after that sermon say, oh, it made me think of this that I need to do in my life. What, what are some of those deeper areas that you see when you look in the mirror? Mm-hmm. Man, Lauren. I mean, it's a deep question. Yeah. Uh, well, that one was certainly one that resonated resonated with me as well. Um, that's that's something I'm often reminded of in a loving way by my wife. Um, that uh, being present at home is, is certainly something that I tend to struggle with too. And she'll tell me, "Leave, you know, don't don't come home until your work's done." You know, when I show up show up with my laptop yeah. at home and say, "Oh, I'm home," and she's like, "Are you really home?" Right. Um, I think that's one of those things we always have to check, and it's been so much more difficult in the the pandemic to let those lines blur even further. I think for right. a lot of people, so um, that's one that I think uh, many of us that uh, work professionally struggle with, and uh, mm-hmm. that we all have to try to have better uh, discipline around as we as we do that. I, I use that analogy. I mean, Martin Luther used that, I think, originally. And so, uh, well, actually, you know, we can take it all the way back to Paul, um, seeing in the mirror dimly and so forth. Mm-hmm. But, um, but Luther talked a lot about that in terms of, you know, the use of the law and why we need to understand our sinfulness. And I did use that in confirmation the other week when we were talking about law and gospel. And uh, I got a Snapchat filter and put it up on the television screen and just thinking about how often we delude ourselves with filters (laughs) instead. Yeah. We put some filter on so we're not really seeing ourselves. But in a mirror, uh, there's no filter on a mirror, right? It's just there. It's just right there in front of you. And um, that's so often what we we need to do more than... uh, um, than looking through those those filters that where we're deluding ourselves and and uh, you know I find that like with it's kind of a procrastination thing you know it's like well I can make this excuse and I can make that excuse and like no let's just let's get to the thing that needs to be done let's take care of it um, yeah and it's one of those things that I'm always trying to to work on is uh, addressing something in the moment instead of right beating around the bush and putting it off again for yeah it's a good one you know as i've as i was thinking more about the weekly theme of giving more you know obviously where i went in the sermon and and i think where most of us naturally go is to give more to others to be present a relational gift um, to share your talent express your love outward and i think that is a good holy thing to be encouraged to, to do to do better at, but I also started thinking about um, how we need to sometimes give more to ourselves, and not in the selfish sense, but there are a lot of people, you know, people that are in health helping professions. You know, I, I'm thinking of all of the nurses and the doctors and the teachers and administrators and you know managers and bosses and moms and dads who. 
it feels as though over the last few years <laughs> I've been called to just give, 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 give. And I think there's a healthy sense in which we also are encouraged to give more to ourselves in ways that are truly life-producing. And I think it's di- there's a difference between being selfish and indulging that doesn't really produce life. But if we turned it in that direction, how might people, how might we encourage people to give more to themselves mm-hmm. this season? Yeah, you know, we, we, like you said, oftentimes self-care gets turned into thinking of it as something that's selfish. And so, well, and I want to be a servant. I want to live this servant life. But we can't serve until we're we're filled up enough in order to, to be present and to be there. And we were talking about that earlier today. Just uh, we've been so, so many people have been so depleted. It's led to, you know, I think more cynicism, more anger in our, in our culture. And, and we've got to be filled up first. And it's out of that you know, out of that place of being filled with God's hope and God's love and God's peace, that that's where we can then become agents of peace and mm-hmm. hope for the world. Um, so we have to tend to that self-care, not just to take care of ourselves, but so that we can be the, the kind of yeah. servant people we want to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking a lot recently um, about how often, you know, and I have to catch myself when I do this, you know, that we often talk about law gospel as a framework to understand how we read scripture and how we understand our relationship with God. The law convicts us. It, it's the confrontation of our sin. The law is a heavy weight upon us. Um, you're broken. You messed up. You made a mistake. You fell short of the glory of God. The gospel sets us free. Christ forgives you. God's abundant grace and love. Christ on the Christ on the cross. But what often happens within Christianity is the messages that are perpetuated is law, gospel, law. And how how often that can be unhelpful for people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're confronted with how we mess up and we don't get it right. Here's a little gospel pro- proclamation. Now, here's the weight of the law again. Right. Go do it better. Go right. do different. Go be different. And I think... I think you can maybe hear that in the give more if we're not careful. If we yeah. don't if we don't put an asterisk next to it and say giving more should be life producing. It should be um you know good for our own selves too. Yeah. Um so that it's not another obligation or task, but it truly is something that produces life. Um one of the things I probably need to do to give more to myself intentionally um is to get more sleep, uh, you know, and I'm my own worst enemy in that. I stay up late watching TV or reading or scrolling on my phone, and, and I know what I truly need to thrive more is more quality sleep, but I often rob myself of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so giving more to myself would be giving myself rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could give more to myself by actually doing some of that gym time though that you do so yeah. early in the morning and and that's uh that's certainly giving to ourselves as well as taking care of our ourselves physically so that uh we've got the the energy and the the stamina and so forth that we need well we're, we're coming down to this last week before christmas and there's the time where it feels like there aren't nearly enough hours in the day so it is a great time to remind ourselves to 
make sure that we're giving more to our families, giving more to ourselves, and finding the, the joy that is here in the season and all of the wonderful things that are there and not, not getting so wrapped up in this last week of just trying mm. to get everything done. Let's right. make sure we make, make some space to really enjoy these days before, uh, before Christmas. Yeah. Definitely. And, um, you know, it's not too early for us to to share, too, about our Christmas Eve services here. You know, uh, if you're listening to this before Christmas, um, maybe you'll catch it after. But um, we have served four services on Christmas Eve, a four o'clock family service with a message. um, I think we're doing a play. We are. Specifically. I'm a very grumpy innkeeper in this play, by golly. Oh, man. that's I don't know how you got typecast into that. (laughs) But now if the actors can just not laugh at me when I'm being grumpy, that will achieve something. (laughs) That'll be good. Um, But we have a 4 o'clock family service and then 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and 11 o'clock candlelight services on Christmas Eve. So... If you're in the Cincinnati area and you don't have a place to worship, we would love to uh, welcome you here um, to celebrate the um, the birth of, of Christ. It's going to be a great night, and uh, we're looking forward to it. And we'll do one more of these next week as we think about loving all. Yeah. And uh, should be another fun conversation. So look forward to seeing you all, hearing you all, or you hearing us uh, next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.